lowest payment for the IBR testing is 120 euro up to a maximum for the herds testing 20 animals of 300 euros so it, it ranges from 120 to 300 depending on the number of animals tested and it's sort of graduated within that so it's 120 180 250 300 would be the payment rate there hello and welcome to the beef edge the chagas beef podcast for all your latest news information and advice for irish beef farmers i'm katrin egan and on this week's episode With the launch of the new National Beef Welfare Scheme by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine, which replaces BPES, I'm joined by Chagas Beef Specialist Aidan Murray to get all the details. Aidan, you're very welcome. What can you tell listeners about the new National Beef Welfare Scheme? Well, this is a a new scheme that that has been launched uh, um, by the department um, for suckler farmers. Uh, and really, it's it's a replacement scheme for what was the the old BPS scheme, um, where farmers had to uh, weigh cows and calves, where they had the option of either meal feeding or vaccinating calves, and they also had the third option of fecal sampling. So this new scheme is funded. Uh, it's one year. It's funded by the Brexit um, Adjustment Reserve, uh, um, which is a fund that was created. So uh, it'll be there in, uh, f- for for this year of 2023, and they have made a few changes. Uh, they're calling it the, the National Beef Welfare Scheme, and uh, there's two mandatory actions that's required under the scheme this time around. So uh, basically, they have dropped the weighing of the cow and calf, which has gone to the the Suckler Cow Efficiency Program or the SCEP program. Uh, they've also dropped the vaccination of the calves, and they've dropped the fecal sampling. And the two mandatory actions that are required under this uh, new scheme is number one, uh, IBR blood testing uh, within the herds. Um, And that's basically to get a sort of a snapshot of what the IBR status is within your herd. And the second uh, mandatory option then is the meal feeding, which was very similar to what has been there in the past, where you must meal feed uh, the weanlings four weeks uh, pre-weaning and for two weeks post-weaning. And you're you're paid for both measures. And why is the IBR testing being included this time round, Aidan? Well, the IBR in its own right is a fairly contagious uh, upper respiratory tract virus that gets in and can you know has a quite a significant economic impact on herds that are you know particularly if herds that have. Uh, both in calves and and uh, you see it in, in finishing cattle quite a bit. So it'll obviously affect performance and then you've got the cost. But uh, on a Europe-wide basis, there's a number of countries that are looking to have uh, an IBR eradication uh, type program. And, uh, you know, we would be exporting animals, uh, live animals through some of those countries. And, you know, once they gain full status, it becomes prohibitive to do that. You can't stop off. Uh, and that's so uh, the idea is that it's a sort of a natural progression for the Irish um, uh, uh, beef industry to, uh, or the cattle sector, basically to try and, and go down the route of uh, uh, getting a handle on, on what the status of IBR is within the herds uh, and then look to see uh, what the course of action should be in order to head towards this IBR eradication or IBR free status uh, down the line. So it's it's a sort of a starting point, uh, Catherine, um, in, in terms of trying to get a handle on what's happening in the country and then basically how individual herds should tackle it. But, you know, for the actual scheme, 
the mandatory part is actually getting the blood samples taken and making sure that the, the samples get to the labs. And how do farmers go about getting these samples taken and getting them to the lab and what, what's involved? Well, 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 basically, basically, you know, once you sign up to the scheme, um, which is open uh, currently and will be open until the 12th of September, uh, you go in online um, onto Ag Food. You can do it yourself as an individual farmer or you can get your uh, FAS advisor uh, to sign you up. Um, you, it, there's an icon there on the left-hand side uh, for the National Beef Welfare Scheme and you just follow that through uh, and sign up. Now, once you've signed up, it's it's your responsibility on the blood testing to contact uh, your local vet uh, and there is a number of uh, PVPs, as they call them, uh, vets that are actually have been trained by AHA uh, and know all about the IBR protocols. So you, as a farmer, uh, it's, the onus is on you to contact the PVP or contact the vet and organize the blood testing. And the number of samples basically will vary uh, according to the number of animals you have in the herd on the day of testing. So a herd, for example, with uh, uh, seven cows and seven calves and less than 14, all 14 animals in that case would be tested. Herds with more than 20 animals uh, um, would just have to test 20 uh, animals, which the, the vet will select. But if you have less than 20 animals in your herd, they will they will test up to 20. Uh, and that and you know if larger herds in particular, they may not test any calves. Uh, they may test older animals, for example, animals that are over nine months old or females that are uh, intended for breeding or part of the cow herd that is that is currently there but that'll be decided by the by the vet on the day uh you know th there has to be um for herds as i said less than 20 animals um you you would end up blood testing them all and for herds over 20 animals you'll have to take a a um a, a minimum of or a maximum of of, of 20 samples for the scheme what are the payment rates Aidan, per head for this section uh, well, for each action, the IBR testing basically depends on the number of animals that are uh, in the herd uh, and the number of animals you test. So, for example, the lowest number would be sort of two to six. And there, uh, so the lowest payment for the IBR testing is 120 euro up to a maximum for the herds testing 20 animals of 300 euros. So it, it ranges from 120 to 300, depending on the number of animals tested. And it's sort of graduated within that. So it's 120, 180, 250, 300 uh, would be the payment rate there. And for the meal feeding of the calves, um, you have the option of selecting the number of calves that you're going to meal feed them when you make the application. So a herd may have 30 calves, but may only decide to to go down the route of paying twenty or meal feeding twenty, and you can put that in at the time of application. But the rate of payment for the meal feeding action is uh, thirty five euro per calf, uh, and there's a maximum of forty calves. So the maximum payment there would be fourteen hundred euro, um, uh, and that's you know that's uh, uh, that's the sort of ceiling. So the overall ceiling for a herd with forty weanlings. That, that are eligible to apply for meal feeding and then could take 20 blood samples uh, for the IBR testing, the, the overall payment would be €1,700. Euro. And just the calves that are eligible for the meal feeding 
are calves that were born from the 1st of July 2022 to the 30th of June 2023. So it's very similar to what's there under the SCEP programme in terms of eligibility, in terms of calf births. And you mentioned there that the scheme will remain open until the 12th of September. Just to remind listeners how they can apply if they're interested in joining the scheme. Well, the first thing you do if you're registered on Ag Food, you can go in online um, into your Ag Food account. And once you get in, you'll see down along the, the left hand side of the screen, uh, you know, uh, a number of uh, tabs. And you, you go down until you come to the National Beef Welfare Scheme. You click on that. That'll take you through and you select Beef Welfare Scheme once you get into that. Uh, and then it'll come up with some of your hair details and it'll tell you the number of eligible calves that you have. So those are the number of eligible calves for meal feeding, really. Uh, and if you're happy with the number that's there, you just uh, put the number that's already pre-populated by the department into the box uh, and tick that you've read the terms and conditions and you accept the, 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 the scheme and, and hit the submit button. Uh, if you're not on ag food, but you're registered with a private consultant or one of, or, of the Chagas advisors, uh, they can go on and make the application uh, uh, on, on your behalf. But you'll need to have the conversation with uh, your consultant or advisor as to the number of eligible calves that you would deem that, you, that, you'll, that you'll go down the route with meal feeding. And as with all schemes, Aidan, there'll be a level of checks by the department. What do they consist yeah, of? Yeah, and one of the big things, the first thing that flags up, uh, Catherine, will be the meal feeding. Like, I mean, calves that were born last autumn, um, uh, many of them will have been uh, weaned at this stage. Uh, many of them may even be sold. And the the idea is that, you know, that you have proof of meal dockets if they've been sold, proof of, of sale dockets and make sure, and you'll have to have, you should record when you would actually have started meal feeding and when you actually um, um, weaned them. Uh, and then make sure that, that the sealed state, um, for example, that the animals have been on for a month and then weaned for two weeks before the before they're actually sold. And then obviously that if you have recorded a weaning date, that the that the meal dockets tally that there was meal there for the four weeks pre-weaning uh, in order to comply, because that's the type of documentation that they're likely to ask you for uh, if there is a uh, an inspection uh, with regards to the the meal feeding. The IBR is more straightforward. There's a number of approved labs um, that are there for to, that will take the, the blood samples and the samples will be taken and handled by the vet uh, and the results will come back to the vet. Um, and really and truly, um, the verification on that will be that the labs will verify that the correct number of samples or, or whatever number of samples came in from your herd uh, and that it's, it will be up to the farmer then uh, to follow up with the vet as to what the best course of action will be to uh, control or, or to manage ABR uh, based on the results that actually come back. That's not part of the scheme, but you know, if you're going to get value out of, out of testing, that's what you need to do is follow up with the vet. Most definitely. That's great. Thanks very much, Aidan. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Aidan for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. 
Until next time, I'm Katrin Egan and thanks for listening.